now tuned in to the cold hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea. Piping hot, so grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via WhatsApp at 324-1612. Email tips at caymanmorrowroad.com. Now, here's your host, Sandy Hill, broadcasting live from the beautiful Cayman Islands. Midweek already, Wednesday show. Mm-hmm. Good morning to our uh, CMR fans as well. How are you guys this morning? Good morning. Uh, about the, um, you know, sometimes parents can go a little overboard or underboard uh, when naming their new children. Ah, reality winner. Yes, that that's an <laughs> interesting name. Yeah, the NSA leaker. Newly released. So there's a guy in the Philippines that uh, is a web designer. And uh, the story has gone viral because he he named his son. What do you think? He's a web designer. What do you think he named his son? HTML. HTML. No, seriously. And I, I'm telling you, I don't even what do you, know. What do you think of that? HTML. Uh, I've often uh, said. I've often said that no. you should probably have. There should be some sort of permit thing where you go through to. Yeah. 
to be a parent. Totally. Some sort of test. I mean, maybe just like, maybe your initials could be HTML. That's a good idea. You know? Put a little more thought into However, it. However, as someone who has two children with two middle names, I'm telling you, it confuses everyone. Oh, Miles has five names. That's, yeah. a, that's a Scottish thing, though. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get the top news headline to the day from CMR. News. I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Darren's Spilling the Tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. Sandy, what do you think of HTML? Is that a nice name? Oh, we don't hear her? She's, she's sipping the tea. <laughs> live radio, folks. Live <laughs> that is live radio. radio. I don't know. Sandy. I'm sure she's going to talk about this quarantine situation uh, where they came out and said that uh, the pictures that were circulating with people on the boat yesterday uh, were, in fact, they were in a boat on their dock that was on their property. They were just dreaming about the days that they can go and and be on a boat. I don't know. All right, Sandy, we're going to move on if we don't hear from you. Hello. She's... I was getting coffee or something. <laughs> All right, we'll check. what do you got coming up in Dirty? Well, we've got to talk about this. I mean, obviously, the biggest news out I think I'm there. in now. Can oh, you hear oh, me? There you are. Whoa, you there we are. Are, hey. you, are, you, are you now in audio gel? Yesterday, Facebook gel. Today, audio gel. I know, right? No, no, no. New camera, and it uh, looks like we just needed to refresh. Oh, yeah. I see the new camera. That's pretty cool. Yes, yes, yes. It's like a wide it's, angle. It's not really a new camera, but we're using a different camera, I should say. We've had it for a minute. So you were oh, sitting yeah. there uh, talking to us this whole time. Yeah, it's so I was like, I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> what do you think of HTML? Is that a nice name? That's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, that poor kid is going to have a lifetime of horror stories. Good um, news is you can usually change your name at 18. Yeah, I mean, I suppose <laughs> that's the one good thing. Uh, yeah, parents really need to think a little bit about these things. And, uh, you know, when you find out things, uh, Blake and Aaron, like somebody's name can impact their job opportunities in life, what how people see them. I mean, it's just crazy to give a kid a name like that. Right. You know, unless you're super rich, because then your kid is kind of cushioned by the real world anyway. And I suppose it doesn't really matter a whole lot, but still, who wants a kid named Apple? <laughs> like uh, wait, what is uh what is Elon Musk? Um I can't, his name? It's what like name his kid. I can't even some remember. Some alien name kind of. Like, yeah, it's just you know, crazy. but not that. It's like Dweezil Zappa. No, it's like no, that's cool. I like I like, like I like Frank I like Frank Zappa's kids' names. All right. Yeah. Sandy, uh, what were the news headlines today? So uh, today, like you mentioned, we will definitely uh, we actually talked about it yesterday. So it's a little bit of old news. I mean, the government did uh, make a position on it, and we're fine. You know, it just clarifies a few things. I think people are just confused, like we said yesterday, on the the angle of the shot. And um, this concept that there is some sort of floating selfie that took the picture. But, you know, it is what it is. If the, if the bracelet said no quarantine breach, we're not going to be hammering on it. Um, so we're actually going to be talking about NPOs today. And um, sometimes how some of them are kind of running afoul of like good um, procedure, you know, paying their bills and that sort of thing. And um, there's at least one organization that has come on our radar as being a repeat offender. So we will be talking about that a little bit this morning. Press conference at 2 o'clock today. Oh, it is? 
Yes. Beautiful. I did not hear that. What so, are the yeah. over under five days under <laughs> five days. So, uh, the government has, has got a press conference scheduled for um, five o'clock. I mean, two o'clock. My boss. Okay. Um, <laughs> now you got yeah, five. Yeah. <laughs> We've got more vaccine on the way. So the vaccine clinic reopens tomorrow, which is good news. So what do we think this is going to be today? Um, I think it's going to be, we're just working on things. Just continue to wait. Well, why do we yeah. need a press conference yeah. for that? We you can put yeah. that you can well, do press, press people, people are wanting to hear from the government. So there has been a very loud rumble of people wanting to hear from the government. And the government promised a once a month press conference. So they were actually supposed to have one last week okay. that got uh, rescheduled. These are our CMR inside sources. So it got rescheduled. And then, of course, in typical political fashion, um, yesterday, the progressives yes. preempted because they knew. Right. That's what I was going to say. This was circulating in yeah, the news. that's the only thing I saw. That they put out a a, uh, an, a reopening plan for September. Yes. And we're, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We may have time today. I'm not quite sure. But if we don't have time today, definitely tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, what does that mean? Does that mean it? that it could be they could use this plan? or is No. Listen, it's all, it's all smoke screens and mirrors. It really is. Because if they had a real reopening plan this government wouldn't still be working on a reopening plan. But in the meantime, uh, it confuses people. Cause I saw, I saw all kinds yeah. of people going, can't wait to leave and travel. Yeah, and, and, it's um, crazy. You know, thanks for releasing this plan. And yep. you know, yeah, if people are confused. From, if it's from the and, uh, in, in, in the words of the progressives themselves, listen to official sources. <laughs> so hmm. I would invite people to just remember that and that also to remember that the progressives are no longer the ruling government. So, you know, what they say is kind of just chatter when you think about it. I mean, there's still there still are members in the government. So I don't know. I just I just hope something good is coming soon. That's I, I, all I want. I think at today's press I've been conference, back for um, so long. <laughs> the the current government needs to come out very strong. Yes. And with some sort of plan in place. You know. Well, they've been they've been working the the people be, meaning meaning like the stakeholders, the civil servants, and the industry stakeholders, tourism, so on. For the past six weeks, have been working on a plan, but it's not quite as simple as oh, here's a plan. Here's an example: St. Kitts shutting down again because mm. in two days they had thirty something infections. <laughs> I mean, this unfortunately is is a very where were they on the on the vaccination. Uh, a percentage though mm, you know? i'll have to double check um but you know what the major issue is blake with um the vaccine numbers in this country is we don't have a proper fix on our population numbers now i know this sounds crazy but i want you to think about it for a second if we don't really know how many people are on this island um how we can we percentage of the island is vaccinated Exactly. Simple math. Yeah. And no one wants to tell the people, and this is one of the cold hard truth things that we're going to be discussing, but you know, no one really wants to um, tell the people of this country that we literally have no idea how many people are in Cayman right now. Because then that you you start to ask questions like, how is that possible? And mm -hmm. then you hear that, well, there were two systems like tracking people, they don't talk to each other, and it's just it's a bit oh, wow. more complicated than people realize. Well, we'll find out. We'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow morning, yes. Joe. The uh, press conference today at 2 o'clock. Yeah. I'm sure you'll air it live on CMR as usual, Definitely. right? So you can catch it there on CMR and catch Sandy's show right now. Yes. And she's out of Facebook jail, so you can go to Facebook and watch. <laughs> ah, and then tomorrow, you can kind of tell people to sneak, get a little sneak peek. But the premiere will actually be joining us on air. 
Oh, cool. Wow. Awesome. Ready news. Well, we'll talk to you tomorrow and uh, we'll be listening today at two o'clock. Thank you guys. All right. See you later. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right, folks. Good stuff with our friends over there on KISS 106.1 FM. That is Blake and Aaron. Uh, My apologies for the little audio and visual glip at the beginning. So um, we have a number of things this morning to be discussing. And first out of the barn is definitely um, the Cayman AIDS Foundation. And this is quite a serious conversation. We do have uh, some guests who will be joining us in relation to this. So um, let me just pull up a few things here. So good morning, everyone. How was your Tuesday? Felt like a Monday, but you know, that always happens um, at uh, whenever there's a public holiday. You kind of get a little bit thrown off by the uh, by the public holiday. So give me one second here. So we are going to be um, having someone join us in the studio and we're gonna talk about it. Let's do our morning greetings first, of course. So let me just send out. So if you're, let me actually lift my keyboard. Um, I've got one of these kind of standing desk keyboards. So if you guys are, um, first of all, I got out of Facebook jail, which is good. It was only 24 hours, but you know what? I'm going to adjust this camera ever so slightly. I think you guys can actually see that it's a different camera today. Um, so I guess by now you guys are aware that I was in Facebook jail yesterday. It was only 24 hours, Sunday night to last night, like after eight o'clock. But you know, you keep checking the time because in your brain, you're kind of like, um, what time am I getting out of Facebook jail? So I kept going in and I would um, try to post the message just to verify the time <laughs> because then it, then it tells you no, 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 you still have um, two hours left, you still have an hour left, whatever the situation was. So I kept um, having to do that just to get a fix on um, on where I was, how much more time I had in Facebook jail. So let us uh, do our morning greetings. I'm just trying to get this up on the website. Um so this is the cold hard truth. Um, today's segment is primarily going to be focused on the Cayman AIDS Foundation, and basically, when um, when NPOs, nonprofit organizations, have um, little to no oversight, and when they're able to do whatever they want, it's like they're rogue um, entities. And this is a very dangerous uh, situation because, quite frankly you know, um, the difficulty of what happens is they tarnish other organizations. And this is a really, like I said, um, they not, not only do they tarnish their own reputation, but they do tarnish other organizations as well. And that is very, very unfortunate, especially when they're relying on, um, donations from the public and from others. So we're gonna talk about it. 
All right, let's do our morning greetings. Good morning to Alice. Good morning, Olivia. Marshall is here joining us from North Carolina. Big shout out to our YouTube watchers. Miss Iva's here. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Miss uh, Morna is here. Thank you so much, Miss Liliana, for joining. Sandia's here for it. Buenos Dias, Ervalyn, Anne Marie, Barbara Carson has it locked. Uh, does my screen size though look a little bit weird? It doesn't look like it's doing the full size. I may have to make some adjustments to that, not to worry. Um, Jonathan, good morning. Jasara, how are you? Anne Marie is here. Uh, la, 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 la. Mike, thank you for joining in. Good morning to you. Uh, Mike says, why is CMR unkissed? So Mike, you've missed it. We've been unkissed now for over a week. So in the mornings, we just check in with um, KISS 106.1 since they have launched their new show with Blake and Aaron. And we give them the morning highlights for the day. So um, yes, uh, that's what we do. So thank you for asking. Now you know. And um, it's a good conversation. You know what is so funny? There are people who will be listening to Kiss. And I had someone yesterday said, oh, man, you've actually got a really good radio voice. And I said, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You guys might remember that I have uh, been on radio before. So um, Mr. Andy, Tommy's joining us. Andy's here. Uh, we have Miss Ethel. Thank you so much. Joining us, Siobhan, Brandon. Miss Sue always has her tea in the morning. Uh, Blake is right. We need to hear a good solid plan now. Um, I assure you that um, that is being worked on, but I also assure you that it's so much easier said than done. Um, so it's not quite that easy. And then we, when we hear things like St. Kitts, you guys will understand why you do not want to rush this reopening and you want to take your time and get it right. Louis, Elizabeth, good morning. Uh, Louis says, what's up? News group needs the their notifications. Oh, yes, they were sent out. Um, Andine, good morning. She's having some nice ginger tea in her CMR mug. Beautiful. Vicky, good morning, my love. How are you? Rita is here watching us from Atlanta. Thank you so much, Rita. Kathy uh, joining us and says, welcome home, Sandy. Cece and I are waiting to either bail you or join you in jail. So yes, only 24 hours, um, wasn't too shabby. So we are back with a vengeance. Um, all right, so lots of lost uh, goodies that people are sending me uh, things that they have lost, everything from wallets to earrings. Irvlin lost her her gold hoop earring. So we're gonna post that up uh, a little bit after the show. We've got another person here who's actually um, lost their wallet this morning. It's a very unique looking wallet. Um, folks, when you lose a wallet, just return it. I mean, when you find a wallet, I should say, just return it. Um, you know. Uh, so 
Yes. Um, I encourage people to always be honest. Honesty, folks, is definitely the best policy. And uh, then, you know, you don't have anything to worry about. That's Well, I'm going to be talking about um, honesty this morning because that goes at the crux of, I think, everything you do. Um, you know, yes, my apologies. I'm just sending something off real quick. Yeah. So honestly, my aunt always used to say aunt Lottie's pearls of wisdom that, um, honesty is the best policy, no matter what. She's like, just be honest. Um, in fact, Larry and Sharon, Richie Rich, how are you? You guys might be interested to know with Aunt Lottie, your punishment, you'd always get punished for doing something wrong for sure. But your punishment was less um, severe. It's like she was a judge and she would take into account that um, you actually were honest up front about a situation and she didn't have to pull it out of you. You know, if you were just like, okay, I'm going to cop up to it. This is what happened. This is what I did. You got just like in courts, when you do an early guilty plea, you get um, a little bit of a discount on your sentence. CE Banks, good morning to you, my dear. Uh, Joy, thank you so much for joining us. How does it feel to be free and out of jail? It feels good. Like I said, it was only uh, 24 hours, but still it's all good. Um, fresh out of jail, fresh out of jail. Um, so David says, what is Facebook jail? Oh my gosh, David, you've never been in Facebook jail. We need to break you in my friend. Um, if you've never been to Facebook jail, wow. Hmm. How do, how do you explain what Facebook jail is? Well, basically Facebook jail is, uh, when you do something that Facebook doesn't like, and they say it goes against their community standards, which is a very loose term. Um, and they just throw you in jail. <laughs> they will, um, yes, they will, you know, put you in jail forever. Um, so all sorts of things can get you in Facebook jail. Sometimes it's absolutely ridiculous. Like I've been put in Facebook jail for stuff that I shared from other news media sites, the Fox and ABC and whatever. And um, it was just really, really bizarre that I got put in Facebook jail for that. Hmm. But, um, you know, it is what it is apparently. Um, All right, so just messaging someone for a little bit of tech help. So in case you haven't noticed, we have a slightly different camera that we're using today. This one's a Sony. Normally we use the Canon. And to be honest, um, I like the Sony because it actually does a different background. There are some adjustments I can see that definitely need to be made to the screen this morning. So I was just messaging someone to get a little bit of help. Let me know what you think of the look. Aesthetically, I think it looks a little bit more pleasing. Um, you guys see I'm rocking my curls this morning. Went and got a big shout out to Miss Pat. She put my curly curl curly sue curls in play. 
Donovan joining us from New York. Abigail, good morning. Alice, uh, the weather is good. It is beautiful. Sunshine, a little bit of wind. I can always tell by the mango tree. Raymond, good morning. Louis joining us from Detroit, 52 degrees. Uh, winds are calm, three miles from out of the east. He's giving us a full news report out of Detroit. Good morning, Jackie. Bonnie's here. Celia's here. Damaris, Lily, Keisha, Tamara, Valdine. Good morning. Um, there's two Tamaras here this morning. There's Tamara Jackson and Tamara Davis. So good morning to both of you. Miss Donna is here. Lizette is here. Um, Punctious is here this morning. Uh, lots of people. Dave, good morning, Dave from Ireland. Thank you for tuning in. Tamara says, love your new looks. So yes, you guys know I'm kind of transitioning and doing some stuff with the hair. So I think the curls are a little bit easier to rock at the moment. And so why not? Good morning, Miss Bonnie. Diamond Princess is here. Lizette is here. Dave says Judge Judy was great for that. Mm -hmm. What do they say about telling the truth and freeing the devil? Ooh, honey, we can do some truth telling. Um, Samia talks about being careful about opening. Yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about that. If we have time later on in today's show, we'll definitely talk about that ahead of the press conference. But again, folks, a press conference at 2 p.m. today. Make sure you tune in live here. We will have it. Um, but yes, reopening is, is very complex. I mean, I like how people just say reopen and I'm just like, they think it's so simple. If only, um, Carson is like in the hairstyle. Thank you, Carson Ralston. Good morning. Miss Beulah is here. Kathy says she likes the new camera. Um, oh, Dana, you're too much. She says camera can't improve upon perfection. Looking good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Curly Sue, hashtag Curly Sue. Yes, that's what we're going to call me today. Good morning, my dear. Yet another awesome show. Well, let's get this awesome show on the road. Felicia, um, Sandy, I'm here. Sorry. Uh, that message is from Marshall. Oh, okay. She wants the weather report from Marshall. Very good. And beautiful and sunny in Atlanta, Ralston informs us. Thank you. We appreciate that news update. Good morning, Miss Rose. Let's get the show on the road. So let's give a little bit of background information. Um, the Cayman AIDS Foundation is one of many nonprofit organizations on this island that um, I don't even know how long they've been around. They've been around for a little minute now. And Noel Cayasso Smith runs the Cayman AIDS Foundation. And they're supposed to be responsible for educating people um, about HIV and AIDS. Their uh, website says advising people on safe practices, promoting regular HIV testing, and also to prevent the discrimination of um, people who may be HIV positive. Now, as you guys know, we have always supported our um, brothers and sisters in the LGBTQ uh, community. We will continue to support them. However, we judge them just like everybody else. We don't give them special treatment just because they're LGBTQ plus. Uh, we have an expectation that, um, you know, they will be honest, upstanding people just like the rest of us. Um, because just because you're LGBTQ 
that certainly doesn't make you special in the sense that um, you get to break any laws or anything like that. That's just not how it works. So, um, you know, Noel runs this foundation. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the concerns here in a minute about oversight and that sort of thing, because I think that any organization that has um, a lack of oversight is, is going to run into issues eventually. Um, so we're going to talk about that. So what, um, what I find that is happening with this particular organization, and I suppose it's possible that it's happening with other organizations as well, is that you have people who are placed on the board. So Noel set up the foundation, Cayman AIDS Foundation. That's great. I don't even, I don't know with certainty if it's actually registered as um, an actual NPO, but it may be. But he has set up this foundation. Um, he has put together what the, um, you know, organization will be about, what they will do. Um, let me just see here if it says the Humanized AIDS Foundation, a community-based organization, which provides blah, blah, blah. It doesn't say that they're a registered NPO, which they may or may not be. I'm not really sure. Um, the thing is in Cayman, there's no requirement that you need to be a registered NPO, I think even to get government funds, but it would certainly help, I think, if you were. Even having said that, registered NPOs seem to have very little oversight outside of their board. The problem with that is when you have individuals starting their own nonprofit organizations, and then they are the ones who set up the board. So you put your family members on the board and your friends on the board, and then you're running the board as though it is your own personal organization and, and your own personal party, then that becomes a problem. And I believe that that is precisely what is happening with this organization. Board members are brought on because they're friends um, of Mr. Kayaso Smith. And, um, you know, I know, for example, his mom and other family members are on the board. And then he brings on one or two friends. When those friends may not agree with how he operates the board, then they are uh, removed from the board and iced out. And so there is no oversight. No one gets to say, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. You need to carefully consider um, what you're doing now. It's just one of those things where... It is a, uh, a free-for-all, and essentially he gets to do whatever he wants. And that can't be right. That's not how organizations, especially nonprofit organizations that are getting money from government, which we're going to talk about here in, the, in a second. Um, that's not how they should be operating. So they should be operating, uh, quite frankly, with um, accountability. So when you set up, a nonprofit organization. You know, anyone can um, decide that they're going to set up a nonprofit foundation and organization. You can call it whatever you want. You can have your own little remit in terms of what the objectives, the aims and objectives of the entity uh, should be. But in most other places in the world, an NPO has to be a legally organized and operated entity. And there are with that registration process, there are actually um, best practices and requirements that come with that. So serving the public in some way 
um, you know, through the offering of goods or services or a combination of both, for example, is one of the things that is talked about um, in a nonprofit. Having your corporate documents reflect the remit of the nonprofit organization and, um, you know, dictating the behavior of the board. And the board director or the person who sets up the NPO shouldn't be the person who just gets to decide everything. And when they don't like something, they just get rid of board members. That's not quite how it should be working in the real world. But as we know, at times, Cayman is just not a real place. Mm-hmm. So what do I mean when Cayman is not a real place? Let's break it down a little bit further. So Noel runs this organization. And um, he seems to have a little bit of an issue with rental payments. And I'm going to tell you guys how I know this firsthand. Now, I saw some of you making comments after we posted yesterday that we're actually looking for him. Some of you have come to the conclusion that, oh, he's easy to find because he's always posting his business on social media. Well, that might be the appearance. So it might appear that he's easy to find. But the reality is, you can post whatever you want, folks, on social media. But if you have uh, blocked people, if you're refusing to respond to professional emails and that sort of thing, you know, someone shouldn't have to be chasing you down for rental money. So I shouldn't have to see your posts sent by a third party that, oh, right now you are at the Burger Shack and that's where you should be chased down to try to get your rent paid. So I'm going to talk about some of the details of exactly what has transpired. So back in November of 2019, Noel signed a lease um, for his Cayman AIDS Foundation. Now, prior to that, he was renting from another organization, and I'm sure those individuals are listening. Um, and he left there. Uh, they alleged that he breached his lease and he left there and they actually complained to government about the manner in which he left their organization. And more importantly, what they say is um, outstanding outstanding rental money. Now, he claimed at the time that he had a valid reason for um, breaching his lease. And so therefore, this request for the money is null and void. Now, um, on the face of it, I think there was an argument that could have been made in that situation. But once you see people start to repeat the same behavior over and over again, you then begin to question yourself about how professional and authentic people really are. So when you enter into commercial lease, folks, you have to take these obligations seriously. Uh, take it from someone who myself has had many leases over the years. Uh, your first obligation is to pay your rental money. Sounds simple. But if you don't pay, most landlords uh, will evict you and will put you out. And that's that. They don't really get into any big time arguments about, you know, why you can't pay, who's funding you and all those sort of things. All they care about is that their money gets paid. End of story. And if you ain't paying, you're going to be put out and then they're going to sue you for rent arrears. 
Now, if you think that taking people to court for rent arrears is something unusual, keep in mind that just the other day I was going through um, the cause list, as we always do on this program. We look at civil cases, we look at criminal cases, we look at all sorts of stuff. And I was uh, watching with a great degree of observation the fact that a local attorney was being sued by a um, rental organization for non-payment of his lease, a lawyer. And that's just very, very simple because folks, it is a contract. So when you enter into a contract, if you refuse to pay the contract um, or you refuse to adhere to the contract, you will be held accountable. It's as simple as that. That's why they tell you when you read a contract, folks, try to ensure that you understand what you're reading and that you know what you're getting yourself into. Now, if you sign a contract and you just don't have a clue about what's going on or you think you can not adhere to that contract when you feel like it, you're going to get a rude awakening. And this is what's happening to Mr. Kayasa right now. He's going to get a rude awakening by way of a um, writ being served against his organization and himself and his personal capacity. So when um, Mr. Cayasso signed this lease, right, he was obligated to pay, and it's just a, a single office space, so we're not talking about thousands of dollars per month. Um, he gets a key. He's obligated to pay his rent every single month. It says the rent is due. It says standard things like, you know, if you don't pay your rent, there will be late fees, it will be accrued, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, because I knew uh, Mr. Kayasso, when he starts to get into a little bit of a pickle, right, and he's not paying his rent, I think, right, um, let me work with him, you know. He is, uh, like I said, um, a nonprofit you know, you don't, you, you have a little bit more sympathy perhaps for nonprofit organizations, knowing that sometimes it's difficult for them to get funding and these other sorts of things. Now, what you guys might find interesting, and I'm going to talk about that here in a minute, is that unbeknownst to a lot of people, um, Mr. Kayasso actually had his um, grant from government suspended. So government funds his nonprofit. They give him a grant. That's one way in which his organization gets money. They do get they do fundraising events and they get money from private donors and so on. But government gives them money. And so he says, oh, you know, can you wait until government gets me my money to pay my rent? And so um, at the end of the day, you know, you try to work with such organizations because I think we all understand the struggle of NPOs and the predicament that they're in relying on other people. But if you still have an agreement with an NPO that you owe this money in rent, you still got to pay it. You know, there's no debating whether it's owed or not owed or whatever the case may be. So Mr. Kayasso went about, I want to say um, at least and I'm going to ref refresh my memory, at least um, 13 or 15 months without paying his rent. I want you all to hear me very, very closely. Someone is allowed to go in excess of a year 
without paying rent. Mm -hmm. Y'all heard what I just said. And then, let me tell you exactly how many months. Because the excuse was, oh, I'm waiting on government, I'm waiting on government. And government, um, the last government, which you guys know that he was a super fan of, had actually pulled his funding. And this is now where it gets to be quite interesting. And there's a lot of questions, I think, that need to be asked about this situation. So the last government pulled his funding and they claimed, in the words of um, Mr. Um, what's his name there? Dwayne Seymour, who was the Minister for Health, and apparently this foundation, because of the services that they deliver, fall under that particular organization. They claim that there were some concerns uh, with the organization, including you know receipts being produced and other such things. So the progressives government stopped funding the organization for quite some time. And during that time, Mr. Kayaso Smith was unable to pay his rent. I believe it was for a period of at least and again, I'm going to just have a quick look. I believe it was at least 15 months. Let me see if I can tell you. Um, so we had basically the first rent month was paid at moving in. And I think after that, it immediately went into arrears. And every month it was like, I'm waiting on government, I'm waiting on government, I'm waiting on government, I'm waiting on government. So while he's waiting on government, um, the amount is accruing throughout COVID. People still had to pay their rent. And um, let me just see. Right. So eventually, I believe it was about 11 months were paid. And then there was like a couple months into this year. So that was just paid in about March, uh, maybe, maybe January, February. Uh, during the time, there was a payment that was made in September of 2020, a single payment for two months rent. But again, when you're, you know, 12 months, 13 months, going into 14, 15 months in arrears, two months is hardly a drop in the bucket. So um, CE Bank says, Sandra, you nail the, you hit the nail on the head. I left the organization because I realized what was happening and I didn't want to, um, I didn't want no longer to be associated with the Cayman Islands AIDS Foundation, never got any thanks. Well, uh, people need to understand that not only will you not get any thanks, but you will be tainted with a brush when you work with these organizations who are simply not following the rules and doing what they need to be doing. And then I'm going to talk about in a second here how Noel um, has the capacity to go on his own platform. He has some kind of show or something he does uh, where he calls out other people, especially during the election, because this is where the story gets incredibly interesting. Okay. So he goes all this time at no rental payments. Now, fast forward through to the election. You guys know where Noel stood on the election. He was very pro PPM, 
pro-progressives. He was pro-Barbara. And anyone who was not pro those individuals, um, he really took an aim at them with a vengeance. So he went after all sorts of people. Barbara's political ally, Alric, you know, would get messages from Noel. Oh, your baby mama has contacted me and I'm going to be outing you. You need to come and see me as though he is the queen and can summons people to come and see him. You need to come and see me about this. So I'm going to put this out there and, you know, destroy your political. I mean, they were willing to go. The progressives are just so petty. We're going to talk about their press conference that they had yesterday. But they're willing to go so low when God knows they're the last people in the world who should be trying to go low. Because honestly, um, not really, you know, when your closet is so full of skeletons that you can't even open it a jar just a little bit because all kind of shit would start falling out, you don't need to be summoning anybody to come and talk to you about anything in their personal life. But this is what was happening during the campaign. He was attacking any and everyone who did not support um, progressives. I mean, honestly, I thought the progressives had him on their payroll in terms of this dude is a legit campaign manager for them. Because nobody goes that hard without even addressing any of the issues facing this country. Yeah, Sue says, Morna, um, he had me thinking too. I mean, it's just really, oh, Jonathan, it's actually not Morna's birthday, by the way. Um, it just is so incredibly bizarre how during the election, he was just going crazy. And a lot of it, to be quite frankly, to be quite frank, I tried to um, ignore because, you know, I thought, right, uh, people, I guess, in Cayman get a little bit crazy about this sort of thing. And after the election, then what's going to happen? And I kept saying it. I'm like, if his government doesn't get in, what's he going to do? You know, because you were going so hard for them that it even made me question the... Um, the sort of sanity of what it was he was engaging in and what it was that he was actually doing. Honestly. Good morning, Kristen. How are you? So needless to say, his campaign tirades and rants and raves and whatever you want to call them went on and on and on as the election got closer. And I think some of them really thought that they were in trouble. Um, Auntie was always upped a little bit, you know, attacking individuals. I mean, Perlina got attacked because she was running against David. Alric got attacked. Um, anybody who was part of the non-progressive movement got attacked. And the irony of it is Noelle, to the best of my knowledge, just recently joined the progressives during this um, election cycle. He wasn't even a progressive member. So no, no one has embraced him into the progressives, I guess, except Barbara and David. Now, you guys want to know the truth, the real hard, cold truth? Many years ago, um, Noel had indicated that he had been victimized as a child by someone in this community who is connected to MP David. 
And he has publicly made these statements. I was there with him when he was at ICCI College talking about, and I always confuse the twins, but he was talking about how this person allegedly molested him and how he was unable to do anything about it because in this country, apparently there's a statute of limitation on sexual offenses. And the police essentially said, there's nothing that we can do to help you. Now, keep that in your mind when you think about the fact that someone would then politically support someone who is very close to this other individual who allegedly molested you as a child. Y'all hear what I'm saying? This blows my mind and it makes absolutely no sense. And if you understand the nature of the relationship and the allegations that have made by numerous young men in this community over the years, right now your jaw would have just hit the proverbial floor. Despite that, I just ignored all of the political silliness because I thought to myself, this man has got to be out of his damn mind. Like seriously, he can't be thinking straight. Something is a foul here. I kept having conversations with him. I'm like, Noel, why are you acting like a crazed lunatic in the world of politics? When you know if Barbara doesn't get back in, you're going to have to work with some of the same people potentially that you're calling out and that you're ranting and raving about. And quite frankly, it makes your organization look really, really bad. His typical response was, oh, no, I'm not worried about nothing. And, and, and I'm, I'm not gonna lose any friendships over this election. That's what he would say. But then his behavior was less than becoming in that regard. I have lost track of the number of conversations I would have with Noel. Noel, why are you going on like this? Why are you, I mean, this doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. It was just one hot mess of a conversation after the other. And he would send me voice notes. No, I'm not going to lose any friendships over this. I'm like, okay. If you say so. If you say so. Because your actions are saying some something completely different. Mm-mm-mm. So when was election? April the, was it the 15th, right? He was involved in Barbara's campaign where he was obviously an agent. He was helping her with mobile voting. I have messages here. Oh, I'm going to mobile voting. I'm going to the elections office. I'm doing the most. Um, you know, he kept going on and on about how um, apparently, um, you know, he, he put this rumor out there that I was getting a press secretary job. Now, here's the irony of that whole situation. That couldn't be anywhere farther from the truth. I've never even had a conversation with anyone, part of the unity government, independence, no one 
about any employment because to the best of my knowledge, I'm not looking for employment. However, on the other hand, the rumors were ripe about him actually being promised some sort of a big time job. I don't know exactly what that job would have been and what the qualifications for that job would have been for him to work with uh, within the progressives government. So they were making promises that obviously, uh, since they didn't win the government, they're not able to deliver on. So there was a lot of back and forth and there was a lot of things that he was kind of saying behind the background, but you know, you just try to ignore the silliness, especially during political silly season. His own friends, like people in his inner circle were like, Noel, you need to tune it down. Like you're actually making yourself look highly unprofessional right now because you are connected to this nonprofit organization. There are individuals who are looking at you going, what the heck are you doing? Because this isn't just about, oh, I'm a political candidate. Um, not a political candidate. I'm, I'm an agent. I'm a campaign manager. I don't know what his official title was during the campaign. It wasn't just about that. It was about you also run a nonprofit organization and there are individuals out there, whether they're developers, lawyers, whoever, who are looking at the rants and raves that you go on social media and you have, right? You're not in the space of media. If you want to get into that space, then get into that space and maybe give up your nonprofit. But the constant dialogue that he was having that was so low. He even, remember guys, when he did this whole thing about, um, oh, he hoped that this girl had gotten fired. She's going to be joining us here in the program, uh, Cece, this morning. How he was um, so glad that she had gotten fired from her job because she had an opinion about the election, which she was willing to share. This was April the 16th. Right? Um, where he talked about some of these things, we actually had to do a post about what he was saying about, you know, how supposedly um, we are, I was fighting for a promised premier secretary's job. Let me show you guys the evidence here because you know, I don't, I don't talk out of my behind. I am speaking the truth. And there's evidence to it. People sent me the screenshots of what he was circulating. And again, I'm thinking this is clearly silly season for Noel. And I was not going to entirely engage him at his level. But I also sent, as you guys know, we like to do here, one warning shot that said, Noel, get it together. Stop your foolishness. So this was a chat conversation with him and somebody else where he's like, oh, she's fighting for her promised premier secretary's job. This is what Wayne promised Sandra, that, that um, that's why she is blasting them. If, you, if this is true, then you know why she's pushing hard for Wayne. This was his thinking. And this is what he published um, right around the election. So this post went up on our page on April the 16th. As I recall, election day was the 15th, right? Um, so, you know, I mean, I'm just like, really? I, even at this point, I reached out to him. I said, Noel, seriously? Oh, no, somebody else sent me that. And it wasn't me um, who started it. It was somebody else and blah, blah, blah. Because y'all know. 
Noelle knows that I'm a Georgetowner. And he also knows that if you bring out the towner, sometimes you're not going to like what the towner got to say. Okay? But I was trying to just keep my cool. Number one, because it's it was the stupidest thing. It was the first time I'd heard it, actually. In fact, I wanted to call um, Premier Panton and say, hold on a second. Y'all go around promising me a job and I don't know nothing about it. You better deliver on my job. I want my press secretary job. Right, right now, damn it. I mean, how much am I getting paid? That's how ridiculous it was. Wayne Panton and I have never had a conversation about any form of employment ever. Not this election and not even before. We may have talked about years ago um, about the woes of a lot of Caymanians, including myself, trying to find employment in this country. But Mr. Panton has never promised me anything, not even a dollar. Mr. Panton, like other candidates, utilized our services during the election, which he paid for just like everybody else. Anyone who wanted to utilize their services had the opportunity to do so. Mr. Panton did. So he had a platform that he could come on and he could reach the people. There was no need for me to push extra hard for him versus anybody else in this election, except I actually thought in my heart of hearts that he was the better candidate when it came to him versus Alden for running this country. So the same way that Noel believed that he's entitled to his own opinion, which he made very, very clear on his platform, he does not then believe that others should have that same right. That's why I never really said much about him kind of going off the way he did, because I'm like, you know what? Ultimately, he has the right to his opinion. I don't have to like it. I don't have to agree to it. He's not on my platform saying it. So he can say whatever the hell he wants. That is God-given right. Knock yourself out. But when you start telling lies on me about this press secretary job, that's why I was like, Noel, you better pump the friggin' bricks because now we're going to have a problem. Because I don't like liars. And I do not like people tarnishing my reputation and lying on me in order to push a certain narrative that they have a reason to be pushing, which we now know is because of the fact that he had been promised some job. Like I said, to this day, I don't know what the job is that the progressives allegedly promised him because what's the well qualified to do? Eh, he runs a nonprofit. He puts on one or two events for the year. What does that make you qualified to do? I have no clue. Let's get back to the issue at hand. But I'm explaining all of this because this plays a role in what happens next. So Noel, throughout the election, still my tenant, you know, never had any discussions except when are you going to pay your rent? He then sends a message after the election, and I suspected as much would happen if he didn't get his way, that he would be trying to pull a fast one, okay? So he decides um, to vacate the unit 
and sends a notice on Thursday, April the 29th at 11.13 p.m. Says, please see attached letter for your viewing. Uh, please feel free to contact me should you require any further information. And in this letter, um, Mr. Noel, again, it was dated April the 29th, Thursday at 11.13 p.m., goes on to say that um, he was resigning. At, not resigning, sorry. Somebody just sent me something and I saw that and I thought resign. Um, that he was vacating the office. No notice per his lease. So he breaches his lease and he's vacating the office. Hmm. Okay. You have a right to do that. I mean, anybody can break a lease. In fact, you have the right to break a lease without notice. There might be penalties for doing so, which you will be charged, but you can break a lease. Nobody's going to force you to stay somewhere. That's, you know, that's like slavery or something, right? So no problem. So we got the notice. Um, he claims in the attached letter, and let me just read it. The most interesting thing about the attached letter was the fact that the attached letter, uh, quite ironically enough, was dated in February. Now, y'all know that we here at CMR, and me in particular, I look at details. They say the devil is in the details. Why this letter was dated February the 29th, but sent on April the 29th at 11.13 p.m., only God knows. Is it a typo? Had he been thinking about it since February? Did he do his last correspondence in February and then didn't bother to change the, the date? I don't really know. So he says, notice to vacate office space. He goes on to say the Cayman AIDS Foundation and board of directors. This is important, especially when you seem to be the only person on the board who's making any decisions. Because I want to know what members of the board, because you see, when you get on the board of a foundation, y'all need to be careful. Because you will be held accountable for the actions of these organizations and the foundation. You have, folks, a legal responsibility to do certain things, including ensuring that the organization is operating within the remit of its legal framework. And when it's not as a member of the board, you can be held accountable. So even if you are his mother, don't just sit on this board because that is your son. Because the legal responsibility that comes with being a board member is actually a very serious responsibility. I'm sure you guys have heard before board members getting themselves in a world of trouble, even in nonprofit organizations. Because they have no concept of good governance. They have no concept of transparency. They have no concept of accountability. They don't understand the rule of law. Or they don't care about any of those things. 
Hmm. Right. You better be careful. You have fiduciary responsibilities, obligations that come with that role. That's just not a role on a piece of paper. And if you think it is, you should get yourself some legal advice. And these are the sorts of things that all nonprofit organizations have to be aware of. So he goes on to say that we have vacated. I don't know who we is. Um, but remember now he's saying he's the chief executive officer of the Cayman Islands AIDS Foundation. But he is saying that the Cayman Islands AIDS Foundation and board of directors. So whoever is on his board, you are equally responsible for the decisions that he is making and pushing out to the public. Would like to advise you that we have decided to move from unit so-and-so in Georgetown, Grand Cayman. We have vacated the premise last night and we'll make arrangements to return your keys on the 30th of April, 2021. Now pause right there. Um, this letter again, dated February the 29th, sent out on April the 29th at 1113. And he says we moved out last night. Actually, what Noel did is under the cover of darkness, he went to the office that night. He has a key. He has access to the alarm system, turned off the alarm. We got the time that the alarm was turned off, packed up his little things and moved everything that night. So I guess when he sent this on the 29th, right, when he made reference to the fact that we moved out last night, he must have been um, talking about, I don't know if he meant like you'll get it the next day and you think it was last night. We know exactly when you moved out, Noel. The letter doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't make any common sense. It is lacking. You didn't move out last night. You moved out half an hour before you sent this email. No problem. You can move out, like I said. He goes on to say, please provide us with the invoice for April so that we can settle out our outstanding balance once we have secured our payment for, for government next week. It's supposed to be from government, but we'll, we'll ignore the plethora of typos um, in his correspondence, which is a regular thing. The foundation would like to thank you for your support during the COVID period until we settled our purchase agreement. What purpose agreement, Bobo? It was called a lease agreement. It's not a purchase agreement. So again, you have people running these organizations who don't even know the difference between a lease agreement and a purchase agreement. And if you think it doesn't matter, it does matter. And you shouldn't have someone who is the chief executive officer of a nonprofit organization when they're using terms like purchase agreement when it's not a purchase agreement. I'm just saying. These are not semantics, folks. When you want to run organizations, you want to be the face of organizations, you want to be the chief executive officer, in my opinion, you should have certain qualifications and know what the hell it is that you're doing. So he doesn't indicate why he's moving out. He doesn't say anything. No problem. Then he says that, um, you know, we must send him an invoice so that he can secure his payment for government next week. Folks, this was received again on, what was the date that I just told you guys? Hold on, let me go back to the email. On April the 29th. 
Now, he didn't read his lease agreement because he would have known that giving no notice to vacate comes with certain consequences. Not a problem. We sent him the um, <clears throat> invoice per his request. Right? And said, um, you know, your correspondence has been received with thanks. Can you confirm if you have removed your conference table from the office as well? Your alarm code will be removed today and you can leave the key at the office with so-and-so. I will send across your invoice for payment today and that was done. Today, folks, is now, what is today's date? June the 16th. Not only has Noel not paid five months worth of rent, which is still due, he's not returned the key, which was in his letter and his correspondence of April the 29th. This, remember he said he was going to return it on the 30th? All now the key has not been received. He received, um, I asked him about the table. He came back and said, supposedly, oh, the table was being used by somebody else in the office, which he had no access to that office to collect the desk, which isn't true because the other office is open. We're going to reach out to him today to collect the table and have it removed. That was on May the 3rd at 7, 11 a.m. Here we are, June the 16th, table still not removed, rent still not paid, key still not returned. So on May the 3rd, I emailed him and I said, Noel, congrats on the new office space. You're sharing your building with a local radio station, so that should be fun. And I said, so-and-so at my office is expecting you, so you can go anytime during the day to grab the table and leave the key with him. Again, another request on May the 3rd for you to please come get your table. But you know why he's not taking the, the table? At his new office space where he's paying double the rent, he does not have the space for this conference table. But that's not my business. I'm not in the storage business. So you need to come for your table and you need to return your key. None of that, folks, has been done. Again, this is a man who purports to be professional and is running a professional organization, or so he says. Then he comes back taking me for a fool because I look like I was born this size. I look like I was born yesterday. I have no idea what space you're refuting to. No, sir, it's, it's referring to, not refuting, it's referring to. I'm not in any building with a radio station. Tomorrow I will pop in and see him. Thanks for all. Again, Monday, May the 3rd at 9.21 p.m. He's still claiming he's going to come, return the desk, and uh, remove his desk and return the key. Multiple times now he said he was going to do this, and it still remains undone. Now, Noel thinks that, again, I was born this size. So he believes that I don't know where he moved to. Well, Noel, I know exactly how much you're paying in rent. I know that you're in the old Admiral building, right, in Georgetown. So now you pay double the rent because you wanted to move to central Georgetown. And yes, Star 92.7 FM shares the exact same building as him because they recently moved as well. And all of that I knew even before Noel. So I reminded him, um, you're talking about you don't know what building I'm talking about. 
just be reminded just because you don't know something doesn't mean that it's it's not occurring it, or it isn't true just because you don't know it because you don't seem to be in the know. Now, this was a man who had spent a lot of time talking about and the reason why I mentioned that because that's important. The reason why he claims he broke his other lease from the other company before entering into an agreement with me is that supposedly there was a privacy concern there because he has people coming to see him who may potentially need counseling um, who are HIV or AIDS patients. And now you go and secure a location in the same building as a radio station that has a lot of traffic in and out and all sorts of people coming and going from the radio station. Your logic as the chief executive officer of an NPO makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It is lacking. Because once again, it's a free for all. You're doing whatever you want to do and it doesn't matter. Let me read some of your comments as we continue to go down this rabbit hole. Silverback Gorilla says for a gay man, he brings shame to the community. He's too much. He cuss people who are not in agreement with him. Well, what I have made uh, as an observation is that anyone who disagrees with him is going to be cut off and is going to have a problem. There's no such thing as being Noel's friend or even being a member of his board of directors and you have an opinion of your own or you can have um, some sort of a disagreement because then you will no longer be part of his organization and you will no longer be part of his friendship circle, I guess. Um, and he seems to take disagreements very, very personal. Now, sometimes all of us get a little bit into our feelings if someone doesn't agree with us, but there seems to be a very noticeable pattern here. And he doesn't separate whether that disagreement is a political disagreement, a disagreement within his organization, or even on a personal level. The outcome is always the same. So David says these organizations need to be audited, whether funded by government or not. It's all public funding. And I agree a thousand percent. They need to be funded. They need to be audited. So then he says on, um, I reminded him um, that, you know, he needs to pay his rent. I say to him that um, now that you're paying double the amount in rent, because of course, obviously you can't even pay what you're paying before. If you're paying 50% before, now you're paying doubled. You know, we have concerns that our arrears, our outstanding arrears will never be paid. And the bigger question is, in my mind, and this is what I said, we feel that the outstanding rental amount owed should have been cleared before undertaking the new liability for the Cayman AIDS Foundation. That would be, um, that would be accountability. That would be res being responsible as an NPO, you clear off your old liabilities before you enter into a new one. So if you can go into a new building, secure a lease, pay the deposit, plus pay the first month's rent, that's a couple thousand dollars right there that you could have put down on the thousands of dollars that you owe us. See, eBank says, wow, this story goes on the mall road. 
Is that the said individual would go to the government schools when the school day ended and pick up young boys? Very sad what takes place in Cayman. I'm assuming you're referring to the person who he says um, was an issue with him when he was a underage child. Good morning, Eddie. DJ Yo-Yo, good morning. Uh, he's saying that he's experienced some, some video live. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, I don't know where Cece is. We're still waiting on her. Ricky says you would win the fight if it came to it. Well, this is going to be a legal fight, and this is pretty much an open and shut case. So then he says that on um, the 10th of May, that I've sent your email to the minister, Mrs. Turner, requesting a time for a check and will update you once she has replied. In regards to the desk, I've arranged for it to be collected this week. Desk still not collected, even another month later. The progressives government pulled his funding for must be a year, gave him no money because they had concerns and they had questions. Is it ironic timing then? Is it ironic timing that as soon as he got his grant back, all of a sudden he becomes a progressive member and becomes one of their loudest mouthpieces during the last election cycle? Is that a coincidence? Hmm, I'll leave that for you. Blissful Powell says sometimes not everything good to eat is good to talk. And some of us just have to learn this at some point. All the mess is not needed. Well, it's needed when Noel decides that he's going to start going around telling people that he doesn't owe me any rent. So you see all these emails I have, all this correspondence, a letter saying, send us your invoice and we'll pay the rent. Now I want you guys to listen to what he sent out yesterday and you tell me. What is necessary from what isn't necessary? Okay. So he posts up on social media that, oh, nobody has a problem finding me. Mind you, during the election, he blocked so many people, I lost count. But have a look at this, what he sent out yesterday. Well, I've seen it. That just sounded being a total ass. No one owes her any money and it's being dealt with legally. And I'm not going to let her drag me down to her standards, to be honest with you. So therefore, I have nothing to say to her. The problem is, <clears throat> Jamala, is nobody owes Sandra any money. Sandra just writes people a nasty email and she has, she's upset because of what went on during the election. We moved out of her office. We have no lease agreement with her. She was paid up to date. Invoices were provided to the ministry. Not even them responded to her. So let her post whatever she want to post. I really and truly don't care because at the end of the day, Sandra feels that posting people on my road is a threat to them and dislittle them. I don't really care. I refuse to let her drag me down to her level. And being on Kimama Road don't mean anything to me. She yeah. can't break me by putting me on there. So just let her go on with her foolishness. I really don't care what she does or what she posts. So life goes on. Today I'm her news and tomorrow it's somebody else because that's what she strives on, trying to destroy people. She don't have a life. So obviously this is her way of trying to destroy the people to bring them down to her standard. Right. 
So I don't have a life. He says that no money is owed. Nobody owes her anything. I didn't have a lease, he says. Wow. Now, you know, someone who could send you a letter saying that they are vacating the unit. Notice to move. Let us look at the letter because I don't want y'all to think I'm lying to anybody. Okay? So they can send a letter on, let's bring it up here, Cayman AIDS Foundation letterhead, right? Again, dated the wrong month and, the, and everything completely, but whatever. And say, notice to vacate office space so-and-so. And then goes on to make reference to a purchase agreement, which isn't what he had. He actually had a lease. And then he sends out a voice note yesterday to someone saying that he has no lease and he doesn't owe anything. And you guys see it in here. We'll make arrangements to return your key on the 30th of April, which was the day after this letter was received. Could you please provide us with the invoice for April? But he was already months in arrear because the payments were made up until January. So between January, February, March, April, and May, because he broke his lease, so he owes for five months rent, He makes no mention of that. And not only does he make any make no mention of that, but then um, this is all his correspondence back and forth, right? Here he says, I've sent your mail to the minister requesting a time for our check and we'll update you. What would you be giving us a check for if we didn't, if we weren't owed any money? So this narrative that, oh, I'm just picking on you because you're the flavor of the moment. Noel, you are not that important. But you see, unfortunately, people like him, he gets to do whatever. He thinks nobody should question him. When he's legally wrong and he owes somebody money, the best he can come up with is, ooh, I'm just picking on him because that's what I do on CMR. No, honey, we don't pick on people at CMR. We give people an opportunity to set themselves straight. The numerous emails that we sent, here's another one. So he thinks we're picking on him. Okay, let's go back to March the 11th. Remember I told you we were waiting for rent at that point. It was probably like 14, 15 months. Here's an email, March the 11th at 9.14 a.m. sent to us, sent to Dwayne Seymour, Barbara Connolly, Nellie Pucci, Alden McLaughlin, Brent Fuller, he even emailed it to the ombudsman office. Can y'all see that? Hold on. Let me enlarge it a little bit so you can see it properly. Um, oh, this, my apologies. This is not the best screen, but I'll read to you what it says right here. This is an, an email that he sends. He sends out, says, good evening. I am very disappointed to report that Mr. Kayaso Smith decided to, oh no, that's, that's, hold on, backwards. That's my email. Um, Thursday, March 11th, 9.14 a.m. Good morning, Mrs. Hill. We trust you, you're well. In response to your converse, to your conversation regarding the outstanding rent for the Cayman Islands AIDS Foundation, office space number so-and-so, we have spoken to the Honorable Seymour and Mrs. Nellie Pucci regarding this matter. As you are aware, the minister 
did not, did approve, sorry, the rental payment, and we're waiting on the check over two weeks. Our last attempt to reach Ms. Pushi was on March the 3rd, Friday, March the 3rd, 2021, regarding a timeline on when the check would be ready for collection early last week. And she had yet to respond. Isn't that funny? Because just in that voice note, he's saying to me, or not to me, but the person he sent it to yesterday, that, oh, the ministry, um, the, the government people are not even responding to me. Well, apparently they don't respond to Noel either. In his own words, he says that Miss Pucci, okay, Nellie Pucci, has yet to respond to any of her emails regarding this matter. Oh, really, Noel? So government officials not responding to emails isn't unique to me or CMR now, is it? Because you just said on March the 11th at 9.14 a.m. that this same Nellie Pucci person, Mrs. Pucci, has not responded to any of your emails regarding this matter. I've attached the last email send for your viewing for confirmation. The foundation would like to thank you. Ah, so in March, you were thanking me for my generosity. The foundation would like to thank you for allowing the us to remain in your building during these difficult times. I've also CC'd the minister in this email. So you are aware that we have been trying to get this matter resolved as quickly as possible. We are once again asking you to please allow us a few more days so that we can try and get the matter resolved as we are trying not to have the foundation involved in any public discussions. Once we receive any updates, you will be advised. Now stick a pin right there. There are those of you who are listening to this thinking, what public discussions is he talking about? Was Sandy um, saying that she would be outing him? No, 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 no. He was the one who said to us, and we got the voice notes to prove it, that he would be coming on Cayman Mall Road, the same Cayman Mall Road he now sends in a voice note talking about, oh, we just like to out people and blah, blah, blah. That he was going to come on this program and he told government, including Barbara, that he was willing to do that and out them for withdrawing his foundation money for no legitimate reason. Noel even went as far as requesting an audience with the governor of the Cayman Islands over the fact that his foundation money, had his grant money, had been stopped. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying to you? This is a duplicitous man. This is a man like a Spanish machete, cutting on both sides, lying on both sides, copying the ombudsman's office. Who's Sharon Roberts in government? I don't even know who that is. Copying Sharon Roberts, copying Alden McLaughlin, copying Barbara Conley, Dwayne Seymour, all these people because he says that the ministry is ignoring him. Then he turns around. I want you to listen again to his voice note, folks. Well, I've seen it. That just sounded being a total ass. No one owes her any money and it's being dealt with legally and I'm not going to let her drag me down to her standards, to be honest with you. So therefore, I have nothing to say to her. The problem is, <clears throat> Jamala, is nobody owes Sandra any money. Sandra just writes people a nasty email and she has, she's upset because of what went on during the election. We moved out of her office. We have no lease agreement with her. 
she was paid up to date invoices were provided to the ministry not even them responded to her so let her post whatever she want to post i really and truly don't care because at the end of the day sandra feels that posting people on my road is a threat to them and dislittle them i don't really care i refuse to let her drag me down to her level and being on Kim and my road don't mean anything to me she can't break me by putting me on there so just let her go on with her foolishness i really don't care what she does or what she posts so life goes on today i'm her news and tomorrow it's somebody else because that's what she strives on trying to destroy people she don't have a life so obviously this is her way of trying to destroy the people who bring them down to her standard right so he says um they don't have a lease agreement y'all heard him say that so I made up this lease agreement with your signature on it. You talk about an agreement in an email. So although you called it the wrong thing, what agreement are you referring to? He says, no money is owed. I have all these emails where you're saying, oh, we're waiting on government to pay your rent. Even your notice to vacate. You say, oh, send us the invoice for April. Well, it just wasn't April that you were owed, honey. You were in already arrears by, in arrears by months. So I say then, I send them an email. To say, listen, I'm very disappointed. Of course, he wants to make this about the election. Noelle, get over yourself. Nobody really cares what you were doing during the election. You were not influential in any way, shape, or form during the general election. Hmm? Yeah, I know it's I know it's earth shattering, it's shocking to you to hear this. Poor you. This isn't about the election. I could care less. Barbara got back in. How is that helping you, my friend? Is she able to give you a job yet? Somebody made mention yesterday, you can't even rake your yard since Barbara got in. They don't know if you're depressed or if she was paying for the rake or what was going on, but life seems to be a little bit different. So I say to them, you know, I'm very disappointed to report that Mr. Kayaso Smith, this again is now on the 11th of this month, decided to vacate his lease premises and breach his lease agreement on April the 29th with no notice for his contract and has also left with some five months rent outstanding. In the meantime, he has already secured another Georgetown Central location, paying double the rent whilst leaving outstanding financial obligations owing to us as landlords. I cannot fathom how someone operating an NPO could think that this is legal or ethically right to vacate a unit with no notice, secure a new one with rent plus deposit, and leave with months of outstanding rent and then expect the previous landlord to sit back and patiently wait to have their arrears paid for. It has been almost three weeks and the final payment has still not been received. Furthermore, we are waiting on him to move his conference table and return the key to our unit. Folks, this was April, this was my apologies, June the 11th. The termination letter was received after he had moved out, but not before leaving our alarm system turned off the entire night. We understand, because he was going on telling people this, 
that Mr. Smith claims that his lease was terminated by us, but this is incorrect. We're extremely patient during the pandemic. And when his grant was pulled by the last government, going over 12 months without receiving rent, the latest move has exhausted our patience. And we would appreciate this matter to be settled this week. I won't even address the other concerns of him now renting a high traffic building with a radio station uh, soon to be moving in when he claimed that client confidentiality was so essential. It is extremely unprofessional, and I wish for the ministry to consider providing Mr. Kayaso Smith with some financial counseling on how to handle the affairs of his publicly funded NPO. In fact, maybe even a proper audit is now in order. But of course, Audits are not a requirement of any NPOs who don't bring in more than $200,000, apparently, is what I'm told. So that email was sent on um, uh, let me see here now. That email was sent on April, May the 19th at 22.36 a.m., so whatever time that is. Uh, no, I, I sent it, my apologies. I sent my email at 3.20 p.m., and then he turned around and responded at, um, time. oh, right, 10.10 a.m. on the 19th, so not long after uh, it was sent saying gold morning all, I guess he's meant to say good morning. I don't know if he's got gold in his pocket. I'm truly busy at this time, but we'll address this matter shortly. Have a blessed day. The 19th of last month, so now it's been almost an entire month, we've heard not a single word from Mr. Kayaso Smith. He claims that he is so busy. I don't know what he busy doing. How, is he going to the prison every day, doing these educational classes? What's this busy schedule like? Because those of you who claim that he's so easy to find and he's all over social media would also know that he's all over social media having his best life possible. So he's going to Tilly's every weekend, having $100 brunch at Tilly's. Now, this is the man's personal business, you know, although I don't know what job he has other than the Cayman AIDS Foundation. But if he can afford to go to Tilly's every weekend and drop at least $100 on brunch, champagne brunch, and spending the whole day there throughout all of COVID that was happening, uh, how busy can you be? You at Burger Hut yesterday, a burger, whatever, with your mom having a burger. Here is something that is impacting the reputation of your foundation. You claim on May the 19th that you're so busy that you'll address the matter shortly. What's your definition of shortly, sir? Because it's almost been an entire month since that last email from you and still nothing. We have since sent a final email saying, Mr. Kayaso, you have until Friday which have been the weekend of the 5th. So now we're going into two weeks since we said you've had until Friday to please pay your month, uh, your rental arrears or 
we're going to be forced to take this to the next step, which will be taking you to court. Oh no, no response from Mr. Kayaso. And here's what's even more peculiar and puzzling. We have it on good authority that this current government, the PAC government, since they have been in office. So in other words, since this has been ongoing, he has received money from government to settle up and to pay his rent. What Kayaso Smith is doing with that money, only God knows. But I can tell you his outstanding five months worth of rent has not been paid. Whoever his new landlord is, I hope they're listening to this program and they take heed. He seems to be confused thinking that we have an agreement with government. We don't have an agreement with government. We have an agreement assigned the lease with the Cayman AIDS Foundation. That is who signed the lease, Noel Cayasso, on behalf of the foundation. Meanwhile, he is doing the most in terms of not paying his rent, not paying his obligations. And then has the audacity to send someone a voice note yesterday about he don't owe us any money. Marshall says, as my grandmother used to say, he lie, do, do dry. I don't even know what that means. Romelia says, what have he been doing all through the election campaign? Now he talks about bringing people down. Well, while he was out there talking foolishness about um, other people losing their jobs and making fun of that and laughing about that, I just wish to heck that he would actually just pay his, his bills. Out of business with none of that. Uh, Blissful says, liberty comes through carelessness. And now in his carelessness, uh, this comes, that come that becomes his liberty. So yes, now he's on CMR. Stephen makes the point that if he is holding the key to the office and his desk is still in the office, he should be charging for rent. Well, I mean, that is one argument, but you know, we just want him to take it out and return the key, which he's been promising now going into two months that he was going to do. Moya says this, this MPO needs to be audited. Good luck with that. Uh, Marshall says he's going on with these shenanigans and he's not even a politician. Imagine if he was elected to office. Lord, Steph is here. Someone needs to audit that AIDS Foundation to see if funds are being donated, is being put to proper use. Um, thank you for that. Black Queen, good night. Says, good night, Hannah. I hope you can highlight at Anita Lynn of Bodentown for being a thief. I don't know. I don't know who Anita Lynn is, but we highlight people who, um, oh, Cece's ready. We highlight people who all the time uh, do the most in this community and think that they can get away with it. Yes, contracts are legal documents, and some people seem to have forgotten that. Yes, he still has the key, Chandel, and still have his oversized conference table that he has no place to put, basically being stored in our office. Ah, here Sarah makes the point. Government should not be giving him the money directly. It should have been paid to vendors once they provide invoices. Hmm. Cece, are you ready? Steady the camera, child. Steady the camera. 
Um, no, they're not tenants of Star 92.7. That's not what was said. What was said is they are in the same building. So Star 92.7 recently moved into the same building. I forget what the building is called now, but it's the old um, Canova Watson building, whatever, Admiral building, whatever. It's since been sold and remodeled and renamed. He is in the same building as Star 92.7. The only reason why we mention that is he claims that um, privacy was so important to him and his foundation when um, clearly that's not the case. If you can move into a building with a radio station in central Georgetown with people coming and going and seeing all your clients that are walking through the door. Cece, are you ready? Yeah, what's Cece got going on here, child? What is this? Hold on. You're live, you're on air. Hold on. We're having a funeral. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God, no, you did not. <laughs> Lordy, what is this? legit crazy now that gives the whole meaning of dead a new the whole the whole the meaning of dead a whole new definition oh lord jehovah i cannot with cc <laughs> oh god even in the midst of the most Unbelievable unprofessionalism. CC just comes with something that has us all um, in tears because it is so funny. Oh my God, CC, where do you get this stuff from? Oh Lord, what a hot mess. Mm -mm. That is an extra hot mess with some extra Tabasco sauce and everything else. Oh, Desara says, I can't with Cece. Neither can I. She is crazy. Oh, my God. Woo! Mm -mm 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 -mm. Dead, dead, dead. Black Queen says, LGBT is a cover-up for many. Take it uh, to court if no payment. Yeah, I mean, listen. This should in no way reflect poorly on the LGBT community. Um, because like most of us, they are good people who are out there working hard, paying their bills, et cetera, et cetera. One or two always spoils the thing. And his dishonesty, I'm sure, has nothing to do with the fact that he's a member of the LGBTQ community. So um, Cece, I assume, will be joining us after she um, gets up from the wake. She's going to arise from that situation. And she will be uh, rejoining the program. But that was legit crazy, crazy. 
Nalisha, did it say wake or funeral? Anyway, that was just too much. I mean, I'm just, oh God, Carson said, how long have you been waiting to do that? Cece, Cece was ready. Oh my God. Marshall says throughout the desk, he's had enough time. Well, we've given him notice now that the desk will be checked if he doesn't come for it. Um, and still, he hasn't brought the key. He hasn't, I mean, the audacity of this boy is just ridiculous. Uh, Louis says she's not easy, very creative. Yes, honey child. Fire up your lighter, says Blissful Powell. Alice says, Cece, you are the bomb. I tell you, Cece, we need to make her a regular fixture. Give her her own show on CMR because she will bring the comedy and have y'all cracking up. Whether it's makeup and mayhem with her or whatever. I mean, she is just crazy. Johan says, that was the funniest thing on CMR ever. Cece, you get a vote from Johan for uh, the funniest skit on CMR to date. Carson feels like she's been waiting a minute to do that. <laughs> oh, Ms. Beulah's having a good laugh. Christine says, OG, Ervalyn. Louise says, that garden is calling me. I need to freshen up my tea. Cece, what the hell? Good morning, everyone. <laughs> I cannot with you. Oh, God. Good morning, everyone. I'm in Facebook jail for a month again. Facebook. You're in Facebook jail again? They don't even say give me seven days. They give me a whole month. Like, oh, Lord. Mm -mm. Uh, Wee Wee Barden says she made my day. Um, Irvlin said she floored me with that sermon. Carson says, yes, Sandy, for real. Please give her a show for herself. Marshall says the LGBT community has nothing to do with what he's been up to. He's just a damn crook. Kathy says she has arisen. Alice, <laughs> good morning to Cece. Uh, Blissful Powell says Cece going to make me laugh into the weekend. Uh, Carson says that he would give you a month too. You're too out of order. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't do nothing bad. But what I want to say I seen the comments the other day. This is off topic because, like I said, after my makeup tutorial, I will have nothing more to say. But people get the picture. People, I've been seeing comments with people saying about, oh, what is this new government doing and whatever, you know, the whole nine yards that they're not hearing from them and stuff like that. People, please bear in mind that majority of these MPs are newly elected MP MPs, right? They're new. So you, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. After that performance, you're not even going to talk about Noelle? Who? Who's that? Oh, okay. All right. So you're not going to talk about how he was talk, uh, making up lies and you about how you lost your job because you were speaking out during the election? Oh. Like I always said, let, let's touch it. Let's touch it. Like I always said, my grandmother always said, when you spit in the sky, it'll fall back in your face. Mm. Everything that man has put out about me, I don't know who his informant is, but him and them need to go straight to hell. I don't care who you are because they got every detail, every topic wrong. I did not get fired for protesting. I did not get fired for stealing. I did not get fired for my mouth or anything of that. I actually had a legal right that I could have taken to court as to why I, I was um, released from that job. And I don't wish to express that to nobody. Who knows, knows. He just need to mind his goddamn business. Excuse my French. How are you <laughs> going to sit on top of your podcast 
boldly with your stretch crunk face and tell people to pay their bills. They need to go clean their yard. They need to do this. They need to do that and forget to pay your own bills. Not, not, not forget because now he's claiming that he doesn't owe any bills. When we Another have thing, emails. When you live in a glass house, you should not throw stones. I was waiting for it all to crumble down. Because mm. one thing Nolisha going to do is dig in mess. And we all know what I mean by that. He mm. can't stay mm. out of it. He allergic to that. That's a natural inheritance. Mm. When he, I lost it when he spoke on my mother bills. My mother bills is up to date. I pay my mother bills. Me and my husband pays my mother bills. I don't ask any of you for help. I'm not getting no formal assistance from any of you or no organization. We yeah. pay those. Yeah, this, this, this was the part. Let me just stick a pin there, Cindy, because this was the part that I found particularly um, egregious, right? Mm -hmm. It's one thing when, what's the Caribbean saying? We have a pot calling the kettle black. So during the election, he was talking about, oh, people not paying their rent or mortgage and they're relying on NAU. And they're doing the most and this, that, and the next thing. So he is making this whole song and dance about people who are not fiscally responsible. And mm -hmm. here we have now a man who goes around signing leases um, and then breaches the lease like it's no big deal and just tells you to sit down and wait to get your payment. And then when I hear that government, since this new PAC government has gotten in, has actually given him money, I'm like, uh, where's my rent money? I must wait another well, year this is where, for him to this clear is out this rent money. This is where he contradicts himself because he claims government don't do nothing for him, which we mm -hmm. all know Barbara was cashing out on the ass. Like, how else you wouldn't get money to pay bills if it wasn't true Barbara securing that he was well set? That's mm -hmm. why he was such a big supporter of her to begin with because Barbara was dishing out funds like hell. And that's not mm -hmm. alleged. That's fact. Mm -hmm. Barbara was his, he he was Barbara's little puppet, and that's what I couldn't stand because me I have never begged Barbara for nothing and uh, disrespecting her and uh, you understand she did her time, which I don't see what I was but she's out she's back bench I hope that bench is warm and cozy for all of them. Wish them the best of luck, you understand? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you can't be coming for people and speaking on people and you have skeletons in your closet. You understand? Like, that is so wrong. Like, I feel like he only do all these kind of big stuff. Okay, how do I say it? Like, AIDS Foundation funding his drag queen foolishness. AIDS Foundation paid for his breasts that he always come out with. He bunk, eh? He wig, he makeup that never says one period. He really look like a funeral each time he um dresses up, period. It's like a different ceremony for a one-seen person every time. Like, mm -mm. he just needs to leave these park and make them do what they're supposed to do. Because he's like, oh, thank Joey for New Road. Thank this one for that. This one for that. Like, shut up. <laughs> he was the same person that never used to make leaves touch his ground. And ever since PPM lost, it coming like he all lose ambition. Mm. Out of course, I see leaves on top of all the ground. <laughs> Out of first, like the yard just look like yeah, reality literally kicking now that he he government out of power. It has sunk like Titanic, like he said. Oh. Lord have mercy. Mm -mm -mm -mm. But what I'm trying to say, right, Sandy? Again, and I can't stress this no more, is that 
if PPM was ever for the best interests of the people and what they stand for was what mm -hmm. are the people, they would support the independence in their new ministries. They would teach them the ropes, teach them the, the, um, the, the what is expected, what they have to do, like help them make their ministries easy. But no, they'd be a little bad mind, little brat and sit back in the back bench and watch them figure it out. But one thing with those independents, they're not dumb. And just like PPM, they had to figure it out one time too. Well, guess what? The independent government will figure it out too. Mm -hmm. They will figure it out. I spoke to Emily the other day, a couple of weeks ago, and I tell him, you're loyal to the wrong group. I'll be not loyal to nobody. Mm -hmm. Once it's them getting ahead or getting power, they will out anybody. Anybody. You understand? So y'all yeah. let the independents do what they're doing. Y'all sit back and relax. If you're no help to them in making their ministry easier, you need to sit down and shut up. And that's Alden, Roy, Everlast, one of them, but they want a, a statement on when the borders will be open. Sit down and shut up. Respectfully. Carson said that, and you pass there every day, so you should know. I think he's referring to <laughs> Noel Giard, because you're the pastor to get out. Yo, so, um, so you'll be watching the very leaves that are no longer getting raked. What a mess. Listen, I can't help but glimpse over there when I drive past because nobody puts fear in me. Nobody put none of my business out there. Anything goes on in my life that mm. people know about is because I want them to know. So nobody not carry no secret for me, no friend, nobody, no neighbor in a business. Nobody carries no secret for me. So I don't know what now it felt like he had over me, but it sure as hell never worked then and it will not work now. Go pay bills, sweetie. Get up, put on those heels, that wig, that breast, that ass, and drag. Do what you do best, boo, but pay those rent. Um, Someone wants to know if the Cayman Islands AIDS Foundation is actually a legal entity. Do we have a list of registered NPOs? Um, because I don't know that we do. Let me see here. Not registered NPOs uh, for Cayman. Mm. Hmm. Okay, so we have at the CI registry.ky nonprofit lists. Okay. This is a 421. So let us see if the Cayman. AIDS Foundation is here. But yes, let me it say says this. Cayman AIDS Foundation, um, registered 0107-2008, community organization, um, Noel at caf.ky, and a telephone number 946-3029. So, yep, they are on the list of nonprofit organizations. So... Well, somebody need to oversee the auditing of that foundation because he he is using those funds to to maintain his lifestyle, doing rounds at Mango Tree, doing um buying the whole drinks and living this high life and acting like oh people need to get a job, people need to get a job when he's living off of donations. Like boy, bye. But where he had spoke about before, right? My mama brought in her tax bus and she had needed. She had needed assistance with her taxi when it arrived, meaning clearing it. So she had to go through Roy McTaggart. All she asked if she could, if they could have break down the payments for her so that she can clear it off because nobody wouldn't have that exact amount to clear it off the port. So Mr. McTaggart was in charge of that 
um, department and he wasn't in at the time. So it was Miss Barbara acting in his position and she approved it. Long and short, my mama paid off. She paid off the what was owed on that tax mm -hmm. before the time. So like she had a due date and she paid it off way before that due date. Mm -hmm. So I was very shocked and surprised that Nolly even mentioned that. You understand? Like, mm -hmm. who is Barbara to go and speak out on something so confidential and then forgot to mention the fact that my mama paid it off before the due date? Hmm. Yeah, she needed assistance to help herself. You understand? She wasn't begging no handouts or anything. She asked for a breakdown of payments to clear her taxi and she paid it off. So who is he to come about, oh, she needs to go pay her bills and this and that. This is why I don't like about MPs when they are in power because they abuse it. Mm -hmm. Something like that, Barbara should have never had a conversation with Nola about. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like, who is Nola? Who is Barbara? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why don't you speak on the dirt that y'all do behind closed doors? Why you had choke on top of your, um, what do you call it, with Alric? What a, what a show was where they had to do against each other. What I mean? Um, the elections when they had to sit and ask questions from each oh, other. Oh, the debate, the debate, the chamber debate. Yes. Chamber why she choke on top, why she couldn't come out straight and had to choke on top of the debate when it came to the Smith Market Air project. You see, this is what I don't like about people. They speak on other people's dirt, but try to keep theirs hush hush and try to go around it and things. But we see right through y'all. Mm -hmm. And that's why we don't need people like you to lead this country because y'all abuse your power. You understand? Yeah. I won't be kissing nobody rare. Nobody, whether it's new or I don't care. I'm going to speak the truth and that's what I'm going to do. Right. Like I always tell people, if I get blacklisted, I, I doing it for a good reason. You understand? Mm -hmm. Like, this, listen, they all a hot mess. Nala yeah. needs to go start a cake sale like he always do. I know who not buy no cake from him. Y'all are so, ooh. He puts his hand into that flower. He mixes that uh, around Cindy, 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 behave, Cindy, Cindy, okay. Cindy, stop it. Okay. And you know, um, Cindy, let, let's be honest, right? While Noel is claiming that I'm here trying to be messy with him and making fun of him and blah, 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 blah. Um, I want you to tell the truth. How many times, even with you, have I not defended Noel? A lot. I even blocked you one time. <laughs> you were defending it. You blocked me? <laughs> I didn't even know. But I was like, Cindy, you can't say certain things. Give the man a break. I was legit defending him. You were defending him to my use. Like, oh, especially when you see the wrong you were doing. You was like, no, this is my friend. I'm going to go look for him right now. I even tell you, come out my yard. <laughs> but you're going to leave my yard and go look for Nolan. My Thomas is Lucille on you. Come out my yard, Sandy. Me, <laughs> come out my yard. No, for real. Now, have a, have, a look, have a look at this. Have a look at this. So, um, Noel has just posted this up. I guess he's getting messages that he's being featured on the show this morning. He says, thank you all for the updates. He's blocked all of us, so we don't get to see it directly. He says, thank you all for the updates. From my point of view, who cares? Do I look worried? Nope. But good to know I'm famous. Wow. This is, folks, the chief executive officer of the Cayman Islands AIDS Foundation saying that he, he doesn't care and he's not worried yeah, about the fact cares. that him and his foundation owe this rent money. He just uh, You don't have a wonderful and productive day. I intend to. Well, I hope he's productive trying to find the rent arrears. That's all I'm wishing for. 
he never cares and then he he personality switch he got personality disorder like he he don't cares by the morning by the evening he on live talking about everybody dragging oh we need to uplift others then he dragging others that i don't i can't keep up with him he must be taking some kind of mud pills or some kind of depressants that got his board uh, his um personality off edge because he is just Oh, not to mention he wake up extra early to get on the road to make sure nobody not see him home. Who does that for somebody? Well, somebody said he's spending a lot of time in East End recently. Um, so I don't know if he has a new friend up that way or what's going on. But anyway, the bottom line, folks, is this: um, if you are head of a NPO, a nonprofit organization, non-governmental organization, whatever you want to call yourselves. Uh, you have certain fiduciary obligations and duties. When you sign contracts, regardless of the context, if you agree to something and you sign a contract, you need to adhere to that. Noelle, you have a signed contract. Go find your contract. You've been provided with a copy of it. All we're asking, three things. Pay your rent arrears, five months, money is owed. Return the key, the office key. You've had it now, despite having vacated the unit for some two months. Take your table from our office space. You've been promising you were going to take it, and it's still there. Simple. <sighs> Y'all, let's pray for him. Child, after that wake you had this morning, we're going to have to pray. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Lord. Listen, it is just crazy. I mean, come on. Like, mm. uh, Mm -hmm. I, I, he just got go speechless when it come on to him. He's a whole different species. So you just have to take time with him. But hopefully he pays his bills. Like he always would sit up on his throne and bash people about. But his is all up to date and he don't owe mm -hmm. nothing and this and that. Well, you know, the sad thing so. is when people were um, coming to me saying different things um about his shenanigans before he left came in and you know even making allegations about why he had to change his name etc cetera, etc cetera. um i you know again kind of just wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt because i believe in second chances and i believe that people if they really have the desire to do so uh can reform themselves but I guess if there's no desire but to do question, so. Sandy. Someone to top me and tell me, say he's married. Anything's possible. I mean, I don't know. I was told he's married to a man. So I said, okay, like how his sister, that big sister that works, immigration always pulls up everything else. Why isn't the files pulled up? The fact that he's allegedly married to a man, but brings in different men monthly to live with him. In their own I, I, I don't know. And I won't, um, I won't, I won't get into any of those things because... You go on top of his profile and scroll down and look at the different men that he had in that was his boo things and swings. No, 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 no. Uh, first of all, he has us blocked. He has all of us blocked. I don't know how you've seen his profile because he got you Hello, blocked. Hello, I seen that before. He blocked me. That's marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I really, I don't really care about any of that stuff. But um, you, you should care because that's again, that's marriage of convenience. Well, immigration needs to look into that. But his sister needs to look into that. Um, <laughs> Brandon said, "Dead again, just <laughs> dead, dead, and double dead." 
Um, my only concern is uh, the actions that he's taken through the foundation, which in my analysis are highly unprofessional and, um, you know, making him look really, really bad. And I think that he should shape up to be quite. But he does look really, really bad in real life. Cece. All right, y'all. It was nice having you. There will be a press conference this afternoon. Make sure that you're tuned in to hear what the Pat government has going on. That's all I can do. I can't come in. The premier will be joining us at tomorrow morning on the show. And we also have some special guests joining us outside of the premiere. Now, I just need to confirm the time. I think that they will come onto the program first. And then the premiere will come on so that we don't have any time restrictions after that. But we do have um, the Roy Bodden Symposium, which is coming up later this month. And uh, we have Dr. Livingston Smith from UCCI will be one of the presenters. So we're going to get some information on that. And so uh, we have some of their presenters coming on the program this week and next week as well. So again, this is the Roy Bodden Symposium that the CMCF is going to be hosting in collaboration with the Committee for the Promotion of Research and Cayman Scholarship. So lots of exciting things coming on, folks. Uh, they will be joining us tomorrow on the program, so make sure that you look out for that. Cece, as always, um, thanks for having good to see me. You. Peace out. I know they yes. can, can screen record my funeral service, but guys, take, be, be, be kind with me because the memes is about to come. <laughs> But thank you for having me once again. You know, I'm always loved. I'm always appreciated to be on the show with you because you know you're my friend. But guys, yeah. I'll see y'all and, in the And you know, Cece, we've had this conversation before. Although I'm your friend, if you do wrong, so if you go and steal from anybody, if you don't pay your bills, you're going to be on CMR too. At least you say you're going to find the prettiest picture. I will definitely find the most beat face of you that I can. <laughs> And make sure you have a good one. Uh, Folks, again, um, you know, it's not about um, calling out people who haven't done wrong. We're not in the business of that. And if we certainly make that mistake, we are happy to correct that. Um, These are individuals who need to be highlighted for um, getting away with the most. And sometimes it takes a while for things to get to catch up with people because they have this attitude about them. Like, I don't care. I don't care that I'm not paying my rent and what people have to say about me, blah, blah, blah. You should care because there are good people in this community who support the Cayman Islands AIDS Foundation because the remit of that foundation sounds good. I want you guys to go back to what Dwayne Seymour said um, during the committee and why the government had stopped the funding for the organization and why he felt that the um, other organizations out there, such as the Red Cross, are actually doing a better job of, of AIDS and HIV education and outreach programs. There's something to it. Do we know if people have been paid yet by the security company at the airport? Uh, I've got people messaging me inquiring about that. I don't personally have any updates on that, so I'll try to find out what I can, but if any of you know what is happening there, please let us know. Press conference at two o'clock, folks. We'll be hearing from the PAC government. We will definitely be there. Um, Again, thanks for the invitation. Uh, We are now, we have a media pass. Ta-da! 
uh, which I have yet, I've not yet collected, but we do have a media pass. Big shout out to our friends over at Miracle Brokers. If you need to ship it, uh, they're the experts to go to. If you need to move it from one place to the next, whether you move an entire apartment or just a baby grand piano, they're the experts. Miracle Brokers International is Cayman's premier source for all your packing, moving, and logistics needs. Whether it's moving a baby grand piano for a concert or moving halfway around the world, we have you covered with our team of local and international experts. MBI has over 30 years of industry experience and are able to get the job done for you right the first time. Contact us today for all your packing, moving, shipping, and logistics needs at 949-5989 or email info at miraclebrokers.com. Okay, wonderful. And big shout out to Miss Irma over at Miracle Brokers. She um, supported World Blood Donor Day, my apologies, which was um, the 14th, but because that was a public holiday, they were celebrating it on yesterday. So here she is with some other members of the uh, Cayman Islands Blood Bank. Ironically, only less than 3% actually of people in the Cayman Islands donate blood. And this is shocking when I heard this little statistic. Uh, folks, at some time or another, we could all be in a position uh, where blood is needed. So ensure that um, you donate blood, you help other people where required, because you never know, you might one day need some of that very blood that you have um, so graciously donated. So blood donations save people's lives. Um, the theme for this year, they're actually having a, the PAHO, the Pan American Health Organization is having um, a online virtual uh, symposium today. So please check that out. They are trying to just remind people that um, giving blood and keeping their theme for this year is give blood and keep the world beating. So that important connection uh, regarding blood donorship. Um, so give blood. It's, it's simple. It's easy. There's some, a few qualification criteria in place. We've also posted up on the website, folks, the new, um, details for the the vaccine clinic so please check that out if you're waiting for your second vaccine or you've been waiting for supplies to come back in to get vaccinated check that out as well um so alf's bank says ppm doesn't understand herd immunity it's not simply vaccinating a percentage of people it is a stable state that has to be achieved under virus conditions this cannot be determined unless some unless Cayman opens up after which they monitor the spread of the virus. And also there's no guarantee that the vaccine will work. It'll be quite a testing time for Cayman. And that has to be uns that has been unscathed so far. So the realities of this folks is yes, I agree with Alf's banks that um, opening up, we have to be prepared for the fallout of that, which will actually be um, some positives and perhaps even some people who may end up dying as a result. Are you guys ready for that? Well, ready or not, you guys are pushing for it. You're saying let's open up. So I guess it is what it is, folks. And um, it is definitely coming down the pipeline. Uh, it's only a question of when. Thank you guys so much. Uh, have a beautiful rest of your day. Today is Wednesday, June the 16th.
Um, Noelle, we appreciate you posting your address for where you can be located for service of legal documents. Posting an address is fine, but actually being there to receive the documents are two very, very different things. So um, we will, out of courtesy, um, inform you of, of, you know, we'll have the process server let you know when they're coming, since you say you have nothing to worry about and you don't mind uh, people finding you, uh, we certainly hope that that's the case. Folks, we appreciate you tuning in this morning. Um, all NPOs need to be on your P's and Q's, folks. You are taking money from hardworking citizens who are trying to donate to support a cause and to support the LGBTQ plus community. And you make them look bad when you're simply not doing the right thing. All very, very sad. Uh, money, when you're involved in an organization, you've got to keep proper receipts. You got to have these contracts properly organized. You claim you have no contract. That certainly can't be the case. Um, you need to have all of your affairs in order. Don't commingle personal funds and um, NPO funds, you know, and uh, certainly appearing to have a very luxurious lifestyle when money is actually owed to people is normally um, not a good thing. People look at you with a side eye like, you can't pay rent. But you can go to Tilly's every weekend. Hmm. All right, folks, be good. We'll see you at 2 p.m. for the press conference. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at CaymanMarlRoad.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings. 